chaos, stress, uncertainty, upheaval. This is the life of Israel. They don't know what's around the bend. They've run out of water. They're dehydrated. They're rationing their dwindling food supply. And they're in month number two of what now feels like an endless and pointless trek across a barren, dusty desert. Moses, you deceiver. Aaron, you fraud. Why did you swindle us with these promises? We were better off in Egypt. Full stomachs, scheduled breaks. We're going to die here. And it's all your fault. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am. I am going to rain bread from heaven. And each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you shall know that it was the Lord who brought you out of Egypt. In the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, because the Lord has heard. In today's Israel story, Israel is a baby in the best sense of that image. They've been in bondage for 400 years, and now for a mere 45 days, they have been free. And it's been just three days since they stood before the Sea of Reeds. You know that story, the wall of water to their left, the wall of water to their right, and them narrowly escaping Pharaoh's final surge. So these are growing pains for Israel. They're learning and trying to figure out the way to go, how to live into this life of freedom, a people living into the promises of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. We've heard those promises over the past couple of weeks. You will be a blessed people, and you will bless every nation. And at this point in the journey, in these early stages, they're learning to live into God's providence, generosity, and faithfulness. And they're learning to trust. God doing for Israel what Israel can't do for themselves. God saving, God providing. God being so generous to them in their time of trouble. And like Israel... Here we are, in a world of trouble, chaos, stress, upheaval, uncertainty. And so as we live into God's story today, may we find a consoling word. As we groan under the weight of the world, might we know that God hears us. God is attentive to our cries and Sometimes we feel like we're complaining, or maybe we have the gall to shake our fists at the skies and say, God, what are you doing? I've had enough. Or maybe we suffer in silence, in places of isolation or desolation, with sighs too deep for words. 
The promise that we're invited to trust today is that God hears us. And God is responding with generosity, providence, and compassion. When I reflected on this story this week, uh, one writer imaged a great image for me. They called God's manna the thin crust of grace. T-H-I-N. Thin crust of grace. And that was helpful for me because it reminded me that for 40 years, 14,600 days, 40 years, Take your age and minus 40 from it. That's a long time, right? Lots of stuff has happened in our lives in 40 years. 40 years ago, I was negative 15 years old. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was 13. I was 13. So 40 years. Israel woke up every day to the thin crust of grace. And and it didn't matter how they had behaved the day before. And if you read through Exodus, you can see uh, and read of Israel's non-trusting antics. But regardless of what they'd done before, the day before, they woke up every morning to the thin crust crust of grace. We've read the story that on the surface of the wilderness, there was this fine frost on the ground. And morning by morning, they gathered it, as much as each needed, morning by morning. And maybe you've read our church Thanksgiving letter this week, we chose a familiar hymn to base it on, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. And so for us, wandering through these final months of 2021, might we find an encouraging word here, that morning by morning, we see the thin crust of grace. And we know that God is for us, God is with us. And even as we've come forward today and hung our leaves on the gratitude tree, I think those are the things that we're seeing as that thin crust of grace in these days. And so I want to encourage us to keep on holding that grace, holding those images, holding those names, holding those people or things in our hearts as we continue the journey in these days. Because as we receive that grace, we then can bear that grace into the world. And so even as you look ahead to this week, how might you and we bear that grace, bear that gift? How might we take our daily bread, but then also give it, and gather it together, maybe together in this place with our prayers and our resources, the work of our hearts and our hands. We gather in this place, gathered, some of us scattered, but all of us a pilgriming people. 
And God promises us no shortage, each of us finding and gathering as much as each of us needs. So let's live into this story this week. Though we might feel pressed in on every side, though we might feel perplexed and pressured, God, morning by morning, promises fresh, flaky, new, thin crusts of grace. God with us, God tending over us, God sustaining us. So receive God's grace today. And in our journeys of faith, as morning by morning we receive God's gift, God's bread of life given to us, may we, morning by morning, wake up, arise, and might we be bread for the life of the world. Because our world needs us and needs that grace, that generosity, that providence. Let us be bread for the life of the world.